The following is my conversation with Yanis Pappas from the Racketeering and Nullification Ran Working Group. This episode is sponsored by Gasifier Clericalist. Uh, Gasifier Clericalist is a virtual assistant company that focuses on providing help desk and administrative support. They provide a virtual assistant who will help you with your administrative tasks from organizing your email to tracking your projects to handling your customer service. Visit gasifierclericalist.com slash lesplay for more information. Thank you for listening. Hi, Yanis. Thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. So first of all, could you give a little bit of background on yourself? Sure. I'm a mathematician and I work at RAND, which is a research center in Santa Monica, California. Mm -hmm. My background is in probability and statistics. That sounds really interesting. So what brought you to the topic of RAGWORK specifically? Well, RAGWORK is a very old form of handicrafts. It's been around for centuries and there's a lot of different ways to do it. The most common way to do rag work is to use pieces of fabric or yarn to make things like rugs, quilts, and blankets. That's awesome. So why is rag work relevant to our discussion today? Well, rag work is relevant because it's an excellent example of a problem with regularities. Um, regularity is something that happens often enough that you can predict it based on the information you have. For example, if you know the height and weight of people, you can predict how much they weigh based on their height. That makes sense. So how does RAGWORK involve regularization? Well, in RAGWORK, there are often patterns that repeat themselves. For example, if you want to make a rug with a repeating pattern of squares, you would need to incorporate it, you'd enough squares to make the pattern visible. However, if you only incorporated you'd squares that are twice as big as the ones already incorporated you'd in the rug, the pattern will be less visible. That sounds like a reasonable approach. What are some other examples of situations where regularization might be useful? Well, one example is financial data. Suppose you're trying to predict whether someone will default on their mortgage loan. Suppose you have data on the number of mortgages that have been defaulted on in a particular area over the past few years. Using this data, you could try to predict which mortgages will be defaults in the future. That sounds like a really valuable tactic. What are some potential drawbacks of using regularization in these situations? One potential drawback is that regularization can lead to inaccurate predictions. Yeah. If you use too many regularizations, your predictions might be too simplistic. For example, if you use only two regularizations, one for weekly mortgages and another for monthly mortgages, your predictions will be accurate 98% of the time, but won't take into account any trends that might exist over longer periods of time. That sounds like it could be problematic. Do you have any final words of wisdom for us? Just keep in mind that regularization isn't always perfect. It can sometimes lead to overly simplistic predictions, but with enough data and analysis, it can be an incorporated, edibly helpful tool when predicting outcomes. That's a great overview of ragwork and regularization. So why do you think it's important to understand these concepts? Well, regularization is important because it can help us to make predictions about outcomes that we might not be able to predict on our own. For example, if we want to know which mortgages will be defaults in the future, we can use regularization to reduce the complexity of our data so that we can make predictions that are more accurate. That makes sense. So in your opinion, how should someone approach rag work if they want to apply regularization? Well, if a person wants to apply regularization in rag work, they should first consider what types of patterns they want to repeat. They should also decide how many squares they need to incorporate it in order for the pattern to be visible. Finally, they should determine which regularizations are appropriate for their data. That sounds like a very reasonable approach. So what do you think are some of the benefits of using regularization in this context? 
Well, one benefit of using regularization is that it can help us to make predictions about outcomes that we might not be able to predict on our own. For example, if we want to know which mortgages will be defaults in the future, we can use regularization to reduce the complexity of our data so that we can make predictions that are more accurate. That makes total sense. Do you have any final words of wisdom for us? Just keep in mind that regularization isn't always perfect. It can sometimes lead to overly simplistic predictions. But with enough data and analysis, it can be an incorporated, edibly helpful tool when predicting outcomes. Thank you so much for joining us today, Yanis. We really appreciate your insights. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we talk with Yanis Papas from the Racketeering and Nullification and Working Group about regularizations in the context of rag work. We discuss why and how to apply them, as well as some potential drawbacks. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, we can't end the podcast without a poem, so here's Yanis Papas reading one of his own. Regularization can be quite helpful. It allows us to make predictions that we might not be able to make alone. Some potential drawbacks of the practice should be considered. But ultimately, the benefits of regularization may outweigh them.